Please visit anywhenanywhere.com for more information about this program. It's a live performance by Mini Mutations. Making up the final October tour date. And sharing some news, too. We promise this isn't a regular feature. Wanting to be cool. WTBC Radio in beautiful anywhere, anywhere. This podcast was recorded near the end of 2018 in the Lava Lamp In what I am promising to be a no more than once a year occurrence, it is time for WTBC Radio in beautiful anywhere, anywhere, to go solo. And with that in mind, I have a few, uh, mm, I don't know if we could call it things or news items or what have you, but um, we're going to pass the time in a variety of ways. Uh, And uh, don't worry, for those of you who uh, find this idea a little bit boring or uh, something along the lines of irritating, call it what you will, do not fret. Uh, At the end of the program, we have a live performance by Mini Mutations, and I will also not be offended if this is one of those episodes that you skip. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, this is going to fulfill a couple of obligations, and uh, I think it will be interesting for those who are enjoying Negative Land November, because we're going to start things off with some negative news, as it were. Um, This is uh, stuff that, you know, if you've been following the shows or paying close attention to the Negative Land uh, Facebook page, you probably know all this stuff. So uh, there's no reason for me to necessarily go over it, except that maybe you want some one-stop shopping for a few details of what's going on, and that's cool. Uh, and uh, uh, this would be an excellent time, I think, uh, to maybe uh, check out the show notes, because I'm going to have some links. They're worth following. There's uh, some cool stuff in there. Uh, so let's get started with that. Now, uh, if you are aware of the group uh, at all, even casually, and uh, if maybe this is the first episode you're listening to, and uh, you're like, hmm, I'll check this out, seems strange that you would start here, but uh, hello, and welcome, and thank you for listening. Um, Anyway, uh, you may know, just kind of casually through the news and whatnot, that uh, Negative Land has had some members die recently. And uh, that might be the extent of your casual knowledge of the group. Uh, So the question has come up quite often, uh, are they still together? And uh, yes, the answer is yes. (laughs) Uh, Don't uh, leave you hanging on that one. Yes, they are still a band. Uh, And in fact, uh, they are working on a new album as we speak. Um, 
And uh, what's interesting about this record compared to uh, a previous efforts is that they are trying to incorporate material that was recorded and produced by members of the group who have passed. So uh, it's all kind of related <laughs> in a way. Um, but uh, the short version is is that there's lots of tape recordings of Don, there's lots of tape recordings of Richard, and there's lots of recordings of Ian as well. And uh, those band members who have passed uh, are um, contributing to the record via tape. Um, be that actual recordings of their voices or recordings that they have selected and used as samples regularly on other material. There's a lot of different ways that they are working uh, with the current members of the group. Um, but uh, there's no release date on that record. They're working on it slowly. The idea is that they want to do it right. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're at that point in their career where they don't want to just put out any old record. They're trying to do something fun and interesting and something that they want to do. So. Uh, that's the status of that. And uh, I would pay attention to their Facebook page. Their uh, website is mm, updated occasionally, but not as frequently as uh, fans would probably like. And uh, their Facebook page, meanwhile, is being updated very regularly. And so you can find a lot of links and more information about stuff there. So that's one thing I would recommend. Uh, now, don't you fret if you are looking for new material to enjoy, because there is a ton of stuff that is out right now. So let's kind of start here. Um, it's, uh, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Tania, or uh, Tania. Uh, Tania Chen and uh, John Lidecker have at least three or four albums out right now that are all worth checking out. Uh, there's the Triadic Memories, uh, there is the Live in Japan, and then there's two different Chopping Channel releases as they are both part of that uh, organization. So I recommend checking those out. Uh, the Live in Japan and the Triadic Memories are fairly new, 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 new-ish, and so I would uh, uh, hunt those down um, and then uh, if that was not enough and you uh, were looking for more um, a lot of these appearances uh, were originally on uh, various episodes of Over the Edge um, more about that program later but uh, in the meantime please uh, check out those releases and if you like them you can hunt down the full episodes where you can find a whole lot of cool stuff uh, in addition to what you find on these albums there is also a record that you might want to get called More Stupidity, which is by The Weather Rabbit. And this is the collaboration of The Weatherman and Tim Maloney, uh, who is, uh, man, a, a whole conversation in and of himself uh, in terms of the stuff that he does. But suffice it to say, he's a, a negative land ally and a close friend. And so this is a fun record that I think you will enjoy. Especially if you're a fan of both The Weatherman and uh, Tim Maloney, because uh, they both do cool, fun, weird things. So uh, this is a project that was made for them to work together, and uh, I'm very excited to see it come together uh, and uh, available. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Very good stuff. 
you may have heard casually through other stuff that I have done about the Over the Edge archive. Uh, and it is at archive.org. Check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes. Uh, and it is worth investigating because there is a ton of stuff there. Um, but I also want to tell you about a little news that has come up recently. Uh, Tim Maloney uh, is actually working on uploading a number of new discoveries to the Over the Edge archive. Uh, and this is going to include, yes, 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 recovered lost episodes from the old days. It's very, very exciting. Um, as the story goes, and uh, it's kind of recounted in a couple of different places, so I'll give you the short version. Um, between discoveries in Don's apartment, Don Joyce, uh, who has passed, uh, and uh, fans who are recording the show at home, uh, they have been able to recover almost all of the missing episodes of Over the Edge. And in some cases, they were able to expand episodes that were shortened for one reason or another. So uh, there's going to be a lot of things added to the archive in the coming years. And uh, I mean, obviously, all of this stuff is on tape. It takes a long time to transfer this stuff in real time. Uh, and then uh, there's a lot of work afterwards in terms of editing, adding metadata, and then uploading it to archive.org. So don't expect to see that stuff very soon, but I have noticed that there's been a little bit of action on that page in terms of other content that uh, is being updated and uploaded. So uh, you might want to keep checking it out. There's some, some cool stuff in there uh, that you may enjoy listening to. I need to break in here momentarily to talk about movies because there are actually three Negative Land films that you want to know about. Uh, the first of which is called Media About Media About Media, The Negative Land Story. Uh, and this is a film by William Davenport, uh, the problemist, uh, who um, was uh, part of the kind of post-punk scene in San Francisco back in the day uh, and was, you know, very interested in um, capturing the story before it uh, went away. Uh, and so uh, this film is kind of a, a general overview of the entire Negative Land story. Uh, so it's... Um, it's condensed, obviously, because uh, it's... A, a regular film length film uh, and the story of Negative Land is a little bit too big to uh, fit into just a 110 minute film um, but it's a good complement to uh, previous uh, appearances that they've made in the Sonic Outlaws film and as well as uh, in um, uh, just you know uh, general um media appearances like there's been very a few uh negative land things here and there and uh so the story is not well documented so this is a good place to start um and uh yeah william uh lives in oregon and so there's a good podcast interview i did with him uh that was on this show so i recommend uh checking out that film uh you can get a i think blu-ray or a dvd version of it 
from him. Uh, and so that's kind of a cool thing. And then uh, there is a second film uh, available as well called How Radio Isn't Done. And uh, this is a uh, documentary specifically about Don Joyce and Over the Edge. And uh, this is a much more uh, kind of personal and idiosyncratic, uh, I don't even know how to describe this. It's Don through and through, that's the way to put it. Um, it's over the edge clips with interview bits about the film. It's more organic and less structured. It's a, a really uh, cool um, thing. And uh, it was directed by Ryan Worsley. Um, and, and as the story goes, uh, Ryan and William were originally working on the media about media about media film. And then uh, Ryan realized that there was a story in Dawn that um, kind of needed to be told separately uh, in order for it to be told completely. And so uh, that is what you get in How Radio Isn't Done. Uh, you can also get this film directly from Ryan Worsley. So uh, I recommend supporting both of those films. Now, there is a third film in production. Uh, I interviewed and spoke with Leah Gold, who is a performer and an artist and a filmmaker in her own right and a very, very interesting person. And she's making a movie about the Weapon Man. Now... Here's the situation. Uh, I spoke to her uh, on Halloween, actually, and uh, she gave me a little bit of a production update. Uh, so uh, here's the status of the film. She's about to turn over the footage, all of the stuff that she's shot and organized and kind of prepared to the film's editor, Vicki Bennett, people like us. And so uh, Vicki will be editing the film in 2019. Who knows when you're going to see this film. It's going to take a while. Editing is a very laborious process. And the idea here is that it is a film about the weatherman. So it's more about his experience as an artist and as a musician. Although I know he says that we shouldn't call him one. Uh, as an artist and as a person. Anyway, it's a film about him. <laughs> David. Uh, and uh, all of the oddness and weird things that David encompasses and embodies uh, on his own. Um, he's a fascinating and beautiful person, and uh, I'm very excited about this film. I think it would be a good one uh, to put together, certainly. It has a lot of cool stuff uh, in it from what I have seen, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it. So uh, that is the news on that front. Please keep your eyes peeled for uh, a Weatherman film coming soon. And uh, if that wasn't clear enough, sort of the backstory on that is that Leah was working with Ryan and William on a Negative Land film. And uh, very quickly, uh, Leah realized that uh, what was more fascinating to her was the story of the weatherman and so uh that's what you're going to get in her film which we're very excited about and uh i can't wait to see how it turns out now full disclosure i am in media about media about media there's some uh interview clips with me talking about the band 
Uh, and uh, what can I say? Um, that was sort of by chance and by luck. And I'm very proud to have been in the film. It's... Um, it, in a lot of ways, kind of helps lead to a lot of this stuff. <laughs> but uh, the main reason why I was in there is that I had been speaking with the band members and showed a lot of interest. And then, uh, as uh, it turned out, William and I had a, a similar vision of how to tell this story about the band. So um, uh, it was nice to be in the film. And uh, I'm very excited about uh, seeing what other documentaries could be made about this band. There's so much. Their story is kind of too big. And so, um, yeah, uh, I, I really appreciate this band. I like uh, the story of this group, and uh, I've worked pretty hard to, uh, to help them out this year. And uh, I think that um, watching more movies about them will be very rewarding. Now, uh, one of the things that uh, people have probably been hearing about are live performances, and uh, I know Wobbly has been playing quite a bit recently, so uh, I would maybe check out Facebook. Uh, he usually posts when there's a series of shows coming up, um, and uh, yeah, uh, it's a rare uh, opportunity to see him play, and uh, you might enjoy checking it out. In the same vein, uh, Mark Hostler has been touring for, uh, oh gosh, <laughs> a good chunk of this year uh, doing what he is calling his slow motion tour of the United States. Uh, and this involves him doing small one week engagements, going to one area, playing a series of four shows, and then taking a few days off. And then either going home for a while or doing another batch of these same kind of shows uh and uh yeah you can probably catch him on a few more i know there's gonna be some coming up i think after the first of the year uh but i'm not sure if dates have been announced for much and by the time you hear this there may be new information so what i recommend is again checking that facebook page uh negative lands very uh, active there uh, and uh, you can also follow the weatherman <laughs> on Facebook, who's very active there. Um, and uh, yeah, I think you'll enjoy uh, that stuff. It's 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 pretty it's pretty fun. Uh, and then I think on the last little bit of negative land news, um, you know, uh, there was a, a tour recently where I was uh, part of the supporting. Uh, uh, acts for um, Mark Hostler, which was very, very exciting, and there's going to be more on that later, so keep listening. But I did want to point out that uh, there is a link in the show notes, uh, and uh, you can check it out. It's uh, essentially all of the video I shot while I was on that tour of other performers, and this includes uh, five different Mark Hostler performances, one performance by the weatherman doing a DJ set, which is really excellent. Uh, one of those hostler performances is with the weatherman helping as well, kind of doing a, a, a dual uh, performance, which is also pretty cool. First time that they had played together in 18 years. Pretty awesome. Uh, and it also includes a video of uh, the weatherman, Mark Hostler, myself, and the members of Monster Planet all jamming together. It's, it's pretty wild, uh, a dream come true for me, certainly, and uh, 
yeah, uh, that link is kind of fun to watch if you're looking for some new negative land things. Uh, some of the video is so-so. Don't count on it to be the thing you're tuning in for. The, the audio is pretty good on almost every video. So, I, uh, I, I stand by that. That pretty much wraps up the negative news. Thanks again uh, for um, indulging me on this one and uh, for allowing me to have Negative Land November again this year. Um, those interviews last year were very uh, instructive and informative, and they not only helped shape this show that you're listening to now, uh, but uh, you know, gave me some new ideas about what I wanted to do. And, the direction I wanted to head in. It's time for Dial a Song. Hey, what the hi? It's John F. of They Might Be Giants, and you're listening to Austin Rich on WTBC Radio and Beautiful Anywhere, Anywhen. It's a podcast with Austin, and this is They Might Be Giants Song of the Week. This is the latest from us. It's our Dial a Song. Considered kind of disgrace Going door to door Some people thought of him as like a Frankenstein A Frankenstein A Frankenstein He knew his way around a human he body He knew his way around a human he body He knew his way around a human body And in a lot of ways was directly responsible for the October tour, which uh, we are now segueing into the mini mutations portion of the program. Uh, you know, there's uh, an excellent link that you can find in the show notes that's going to have all of the October tour uh, videoed performances. We filmed them all, uh, essentially, and uh, you can watch them for the time being, uh, and uh, that link is, will work uh, for a while. Uh, when it doesn't, you'll know. And maybe some of the videos will work, maybe some of them will be gone, who knows. I, I haven't quite decided how those are going to be distributed yet. Uh, but for the time being, check it out. They won't be there forever, uh, and then they'll be available in a different form when they're gone, so they're not gone gone. But yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, it's uh, all of the videos. A uh, big, big, huge, special thank you goes out to M, my wife, <laughs> who ran the camera and the AV for so many of those shows. And uh, yeah, I couldn't have done it without her. She was uh, an excellent 
person to have as support for uh, shows like this, and uh, yeah, it was it was really really excellent to have her there. Also, uh, I recommend that you check out the two-disc live mutations set that I put together. Um, it's you know um, all of the live performances, uh, not just from this tour, but actually from the entire Mini Mutations uh, live performance history. It doesn't include all of the radio stuff, uh, the radio-only performances that were before the October tour are not included, and there's a ton of those, probably a two-disc set worth of those in and of itself. This is the performances in front of live audiences and the performances specifically for this October tour. With some bonus materials peppered in throughout, it's it's a good two-disc set. I mean, you can get each individual performance of the shows that uh, we did at all of the stops on the tour for two bucks each, which I think is very reasonable, uh, considering. Uh, and uh, you know, those are very worth it. I think to uh, to check out if you only are wanting to hear certain ones or if only certain aspects of it make sense to you. Uh, but uh, I do also recommend that uh, if you buy uh, the discs uh, as, a, as, a, as a individuals or as a set, it's a big price break uh, considering the amount of stuff that you get with those recordings. And there's still some other things lurking around that are going to make it their way into the Live Mutations set. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that is probably something you might want to check out if you like that kind of thing. Uh, and lastly, please visit the Bandcamp page, uh, wtbc.bandcamp.com. That is the home of Mini Mutations. That's where all of the releases are in digital format. And, uh, you know, there's extra bonus tracks for the digital versions of these albums that are not on the CDs, and the CDs have bonus tracks that are not on the digital page, so no matter how you come to the music, you're going to get a little something extra, a kind of bonus track, something to kind of say, yeah, you know, thank you, uh, you supported us, and here's a little treat. It's the least we can do, you know. WTBC Radio is also sponsored by Peggy's Vegan Hot Sauce. Locally made in Portland, Oregon, Peggy's Sauce is 100% vegan and 100% ready for you to experience a taste explosion you'll want again and again. Available in three flavors, Hotter Melon, Ghostberry, Five Star Gary, Carolina Reaper. That's with avocados. For more information about Peggy's Sauce, including ordering inquiries, please visit Peggy's Vegan Hot Sauce, all one word, on either Facebook or Instagram. Let me say it one more time, Peggy's Vegan Hot Sauce, when you need a little something with an extra kick. So, uh... I was going to kind of use this show as a way of doing a lot of thank yous and that sort of thing, but 
you know, I've actually decided to put that in text. So the show notes includes a very lengthy kind of rundown of all of the gigs, all of the people that helped behind the scenes, all the people I worked with. And uh, it's a kind of overview of everything relating to this tour and all of the stops along the way. And uh, yeah, this podcast is kind of the last little obligation to that tour. Uh, As some of you may know, I had to cancel two stops along the way, which, you know, these things happen. That's how the world works. It's wild. It's wacky. It's, uh, you know, um, you do what you can. Uh, And so I made up one of them through a live web stream from my cousin's house, actually. Uh, which was actually one of my favorite performances on the tour. I mean, I say favorite, one of. Uh, I mean, I liked all of the performances. They're all my babies, etc., etc. Cliche, cliche. But there was something about the quality of that live stream performance done at my cousin's house that was very casual and laid back. That uh, it was fun, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, and um, well, I didn't really get a chance to make up that other performance. And so that is why today here on WTBC Radio and Beautiful Anywhere Anyone, we're going to have a, a live mini mutations jam. Uh, and, you know, it's a little self-indulgent. I say little. It's very self-indulgent. I understand. Uh, And, you know, for the most part, I try not to uh, do that, except in the fact that podcasting is self-indulgent. And this show always includes my voice. I mean, that is half of this show, is me in conversation with the people uh, that I meet and encounter. And, you know, this time it made more sense to kind of be quiet and just perform. And so, yeah, that's what we're going to close the show out with, to thank you all for coming along with me on the journey of the October tour and uh, to help me realize a vision that was super important to me. You know, I mean... (laughs) I have to be super uh, frank at this point. Uh, This group, uh, Negative Land, those artists, they have so informed my point of view since I was mm, just out of high school that sometimes I find it hard to divorce what I do now from them. (laughs) And... uh, you know, Wobbly and I kind of talked about this a little bit. You spend a lot of your time uh, as an artist trying not to sound like the people that are so much an influence on who you are. But the core ideas of what they do and what they're about have become things that I really want to pursue. You know, I like the idea of using culture and remixing it to create something that's mine but it's different you know like it's not exactly theirs it's it's something else 
And uh, you know, over and over again, I've tried to mask that through other additions and bits and bobs here and there, and kind of like uh, flashy distractions to kind of create the idea that this is really my own thing. But at the end of the day, we are all aware of the fact that when you start to listen to what I do, you're like, hmm, that kid listened to a lot of Negative Land when he was in his 20s, didn't he? <laughs> and it's true, it's true, it's horribly, horribly true, except that, uh, you know, I, I hope that I'm figuring out how to do something different with it. I think the October tour helped in a lot of ways. I mean, like, on this tour, I got to meet in person Mark, John, and David, Wobbly, and the Weatherman. Uh, and, and that interaction really kind of helped send home a few different messages that I had been receiving over the years of what I want to do and how I want to pursue it. Uh, they were all so completely kind and generous with their time, and they understood what I was doing, and it didn't seem to be, you know, angry or upset. <laughs> which was what I initially felt would be the case when they realized how much I kind of cop their style. But it's not really copying their style. It's, it's something different. I'm trying to say my own thing and, and get at stuff that is on my mind and eh, who knows, maybe that's getting through. But you know, even if it isn't the fact that they were able to give me the time to, to help me work through all this stuff on my own uh, and uh, you know to, to smile and, and shake my hand and say thank you and all of that I mean it was it was uh, it was really it was more than I ever hoped I would be able to do and after doing it it still seems surreal to have done <laughs> so uh, yeah um, that's uh, been pretty wild to live out this dream of playing all these shows and meeting all these artists. And, and not just uh, Mark and John and David. I mean, oh my gosh, if you uh, looked at the list of people that I met on this tour and got to you know, have a couple of exchanges with or chat with briefly, wow, it's a wild kind of ride of uh, experimental figures from here there and everywhere and uh, I mean I was just as excited and uh, astonished that I was opening up for Big City Orchestra and Blood and Blectum as I was opening up for Mark over and over again <laughs> I mean the fact that I got to open for Dawn was pretty incredible as well and uh, uh, you know I mean there's just there's so many amazing moments on this tour that uh, I can't even really begin to fully verbalize everything. If you want it, you can have it, but you gotta learn to reach out there and grab it. If you are looking for professional photography and contemporary style and glamour, then J. Jean Portraits is your destination. Based right here in Salem, Oregon, just like this podcast, J. Jean Portraits can offer the right kind of photos for the project that you have in mind. 
to help wet the whistle of people interested in J. Jean portraits, we are holding a contest for the person or artist who would like to do a little photo shoot on us. Please send an email to austinrich at gmail.com and explain why you should have your band, art project, or whatever photographed in a short paragraph. And the most interesting entry will receive a full photo shoot package courtesy of J. Jean Portraits. You do not want to miss out on this opportunity to get professional quality photography for free. So please enter to win a free photography package with J. Jean Portraits. That's jjeanportraits.com. A professional look tailored specifically for you. Maybe my notes and the show notes kind of cover all the bases if you're looking for like very specific minutiae and whatnot. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that, well, at this point, I'm just talking for the sake of hearing my own voice. Let's get on to the performance and then we'll kind of just shut things up. Thank you very much. You guys uh, have been wonderful. You guys are awesome. And without you, there would be no program be seeing you.
devices or appliances that are part of the everyday life of the Shaw family. also provides heated air for two bedrooms. And this strangely graceful, bold and creative building clears out that promise. Tomorrow is always built on today. This house of the future has no stairs, no dust collecting wainscoting, and is intended to last about 10 years. of built-in cupboards are a welcome feature. At that time, he stored the two photographic images in the central home computer. Secretary, librarian, banker, teacher, medical technician. 
servant in this house of tomorrow. And that is where our story begins. Married women on the staff of the Ministry of Works helped in the design. The kitchen is compact, but the initial blueprint didn't provide sufficient facilities for washing clothes. They're going to fix a small copper now in the bathroom. All pertinent information about this family, its records, its taste, and reference material, is stored in these memory banks, available instantly to every member of the family. Master James Shaw, eight years old, student, attends formal school two mornings a week. A story of classics, the newest and most challenging category of building materials. Let's start here in one of today's modern building developments.
hinged breakfast table is a space-saving idea. This show house can be seen in Millbank near the Tate Gallery, London. Plastic materials for more than 50 separate uses have moved in to stay. Much of this education, however, is carried on in a kind of education center within the home. To name a few, vinyl wire coating. has plenty of cupboards and, like the other rooms, is central heated. Styrene light diffuser. Vinyl floor covering. Begins a new age of mail. in wet weather. Fed into teaching machines, which allow him to progress as rapidly as his awakening mind can absorb the audiovisual lessons.
melamine countertops, styrene tiling, structural adhesive, and outside in basic construction. barriers and insulation, cold water pipes, plastic-based paints, and many, many more. With by their very nature disorderly and disorganized, Monsanto's Plastics Division here in Springfield, Massachusetts, teamed up a few years ago with Massachusetts Institute of Technology.
would be most economical to run. calculates the amount of exercise necessary to balance Mike's food intake and maintain 
muscle tone. It was a bold decision, one requiring imagination and courage.
now relays any important physical changes to a central community medical center. personal position will be alerted for further diagnosis. Here's just a part of the answer. Five to ten thousand people a day who wanted to get an idea of what a home in the future might be. of the exercise period, the pertinent data are again recorded for comparison with pre-exercise measurements. are again forwarded to the community medical center for further study if necessary. If the computerized life occasionally extracts its pound of flesh, it holds out some interesting rewards.
How's the old golf game? Ah, don't ask. Blizzard on the way. What do you got in mind? Oh, how about some golf at Pebble Beach Saturday afternoon?
gymnastics come sharply to the front in the master bedroom. Fabrics and furniture of materials unheard of a short time ago.
Good night. Um, yeah. WTPC.